Blimey. This is one out of a jam jar, you got here. House of Mystery contains demons, angels, elementals, magicians, wizards, apparitions, adult language, and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not enter the House of Mystery. All right, then. I'm at the show. All right, welcome everyone to the House of Mystery, the John Constantine and Friends podcast. I am Michael Flores, the curator. Of the House of Mystery. And in the studio, or in the House of Mystery, one of these days I'm going to get it right. (laughs) In the House of Mystery, wearing pants this week, is David. Well, see, I'm trying to, you know, pretty myself up like John did in in getting clean. Yeah, well, the stay-at-home order is going to be lifted soon. (laughs) So we're going to be able to exit the House of Mystery and, and... and go out into public, and we need to start looking human again. Yeah, we. I can't go out and have my dick just hanging out of oh, my boxers. Jesus Christ, David. <laughs> so once the stay-at-home order is lifted, you're going to get arrested for indecent exposure, and then you're going to just have a stay-at-home order again. Well, maybe if I, you know, do some incantations like John, I could tell the police that I'm invisible. But then again, you know, then people will basically think I'm just a crazy gamer. Well, someone must have put that spell on my dick because my <laughs> penis is invisible much of my life. <laughs> Jesus, that's disgusting. That's going to be cut. <laughs> All right. So today our discussion is going to be centered or focused around news. We haven't done one of our news shows recently. Basically, we're going to discuss the latest, greatest news that's going around the world, the interwebs pertaining to Constantine. And that includes, of course, all the side characters to his journeys and adventures. That visit the House of Mystery. Yeah. So let's start with story number one, which is the biggest bit of news that... I mean, I can't think of anything bigger right now in terms of John Constantine. And it's the fact that J.J. Abrams <laughs> is set to produce a Justice League dark series for HBO Max. It's finally happening. Uh, for years, we have heard of Justice League dark movies, TV shows. At one point, Guillermo del Toro was working on a Constantine. And then there was a Justice League dark series in the works. Uh, wait, that was what Del Toro was working on, right? Yes, Del Toro was working on the original Justice League Dark concept. Yes. Then we had the Swamp Thing series that was short-lived and canceled for whatever reason. Then we had an alleged Dead Man series being worked on by Eric Kripke, the showrunner for The Boys, which in retrospect probably would have been fucking amazing. Oh my God, it would be. I mean, that's a travesty. That we didn't get that. Eric Kripke is a fantastic writer. Fantastic writer. Writer and showrunner. Truly one of the best in the business right now. And knowing that we almost had a dead man series from him. (laughs) Makes me angry. Dude, I get depressed. (laughs) Like, why can't you, why can't we have nice things? Yeah. That makes me more upset than my dick being invisible, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of positivity going around right now when it comes to Justice League Dark. Yeah. We already know the quality level for HBO Max. HBO, or I should say Time Warner, really wants to set things off on the right note, on the right foot. They have a lot to prove. They're coming in almost dead last when it comes to the streaming wars. Dead fucking last. Here we are, guys. and. By the way, our service is going to be the most expensive out of all of you. So knowing that their content has to be amazing on every level. And Dave, I was already on the fence. I wasn't sure I was going to subscribe to HBO Max. And then fucking Justice League Dark comes around. And now there isn't even a doubt. Yeah, because like, honestly, in HBO Max, I mean, the the. One series that just pops in my head that the reason to pick it up is probably Watchmen. 
Well, that's not even on HBO Max. That's regular HBO. Oh, no, that's a that's these are separate. People got to realize that there's now a separation of content, HBO and then HBO Max. Max. HBO Max is the streaming service. HBO is separate, completely separate in every way. They are allegedly going to offer a package deal where if you subscribe to HBO, HBO Max, you get HBO for free. If that's the case, then that's even better in terms of content. Yeah. So let's get into this. J.J. Abrams is producing a Justice League Dark series for HBO Max. This is not a rumor. This isn't gossip. This isn't hearsay. This is real fucking news. J.J. Abrams is taking on the popular comic book series Justice League Dark as a new producing project under his Bad Robot production label. Adapting it into a series. For Warner Media's upcoming streaming service, HBO Max. Warner Media hasn't announced any details about the project other than it will live exclusively on the streaming service. Justice League Dark is an ongoing comic book series that focuses on the more supernatural characters that appear within the DC Universe, according to this article. I think most of us listening to the House of Mystery already know this. And of course, We know this includes John Constantine. During the New 52 run, John Constantine was the leader of Justice League Dark. During the DC Rebirth era of Justice League Dark, it's being led by Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yep. And I will say that the Wonder Woman era of stories are much better. I like the, the initial installment of the New 52 Dark, Justice League Dark, but the Wonder Woman era, DC Rebirth, they're tearing it up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, it was a big question to bring Wonder Woman into Justice League Dark. But then when it when it happened and the way they opened up the, her story arc getting into that particular team, it made so much sense. And it's one of those surprises for DC Comics that took me by surprise because I honestly thought that they're they're only putting Wonder Woman here to try to bring in more readers because honestly, Wonder Woman is top three or even considered top two or top even to some people top one. Yeah, when it comes to DC superhero hierarchy, yeah, she's part of the Trinity, so it made sense just in a publication standard to throw a character like this into a series that maybe they felt wasn't popular enough and let's okay let's re- revitalize the series by bringing in a big name character to take over leadership of that team yeah at first i was very skeptical a lot of people were i was very skeptical in fact i didn't like the idea i didn't like it at first either and then when i started reading it, i'm like going wait a minute, this makes complete sense why yeah. wonder woman's here it works with what they were doing yeah but that being said it is unclear who will be included within the initial run of Justice League Dark. I'm pretty sure we can take Wonder Woman out of the equation, especially since she's not a part of the initial run of Justice League Dark. Maybe eventually they can find room for her or a TV version, but that's also a big if there. Do they really want to throw a TV version of Wonder Woman in the mix when she is at her top level right now when it comes to the theatrical. But if you think about it, though, Wonder Woman is the type of character that JJ would absolutely knock out of the park. When it comes to JJ Abrams, yes, I can see him utilizing a character like that. You're not wrong. I think he he would knock it out of the park. I just don't know if DC is willing to go that route right now when Wonder Woman's kind of the foundation for the DC cinematic side of things i'm glad you forward i'm glad you brought that up but think about it this way mike Mm -hmm. i mean especially with how the cw has gone with their crisis on infinite whatever (laughs) infinite garbage yeah but they they've openly stated dc has openly stated that all these universes do coincide i know you saw that with when they brought in the flash from the cinema uh, flash (laughs) the flash from the cinematic universe into the cw universe so would they do it Eh, they could they could make a separate universe for 
a Wonder Woman type character. However, honestly, my vote is just to make it Constantine. Constantine should be the leader. I mean, yes, the title gained a lot of notoriety and the 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 story arcs are much better with with the Wonder Woman story arc. But that's not to say that the original Justice League Dark was bad. Some of the story arcs in the original the first run of Justice League Dark isn't bad. No. And no, they're good. But I, I would like to see JJ actually take a character like John Constantine. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. You can't come on. You, dude, can you imagine? Hey, guys, I'm going to produce the Justice League Dark series and it's going to have Zatanna. Going to have Dead Man. All right. It's going to have Shade. Okay. Going to have Swamp Thing. All right. And who else? That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> dude, if he does that, I fucking quit life. There's no way he's going to do that. John Constantine with that is the center of Justice League Dark, even though he's not the main in the new stories going on right now. He's a major figure. When you think Justice League Dark, what's the first name that comes to mind? Constantine. John Constantine. So he is going to be a part of it. And backtracking just a bit, Dave, you brought up the shitty crossover that the CW did. <laughs> and I, if you get mad that I said this, I don't care. I, the, the CW is garbage. I, I tried to be, I watched them. I watched Arrow for the first six years. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> All their shows start off great. The first season and a half is usually really good. All across the board. Great. And then it just all falls apart as the shows turn into melodramatic soap operas. Yeah. It's awful. Awful writing. I only keep up on Legends because of Matt Ryan, Constantine. He is the the driving force. He's the only reason why I continue to even pay attention to that show. And he's the best thing about it. And the, but that also leads to the problem, though. Okay, if we do do a Justice League Dark series under J.J. Abrams, you'd think that would they actually bring Matt Ryan? In? I don't see it happening. I don't see it Dave. happening. I'm sorry. I'm being and I'm being honest. Do I want it to happen? Absolutely. Matt Ryan's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's a great yeah. actor. But in in reality, they're going to recast John Constantine. Then if if this is a JJ Abrams series, they just are. That's how Hollywood works. So you have to ask yourself as a fan, do you want John Constantine being portrayed differently than Matt Ryan? Well, I think this crossover bullshit is where I'm trying to take this conversation for a second here. I think the crossover has paved the road that, into a direction that it doesn't matter who plays Constantine. And that's what annoys me. Really? I am not on board with this. Hey guys, everything within the DC universe is actually connected. So let me get this straight. The shitty CW shows (laughs) are in the same continuity of Batman 89 and the dark Knight and the Constantine movie and Lucifer all these amazing shows written by amazing writers and great directors. And your CW shows are now a part of that. Well, it, it, it just, it, it, as a fan, Dave, and this is a side topic. We, pro- I'm going to end this topic in a second here because okay. this is distracting from the real discussion. But <laughs> my point is, is that I feel like it damages the quality of the DC world as a whole that we've gotten, whether it be on TV or film, because you all bunch it into the CW verse. It is a little silly, but that being said, Dave, it also has paved roads. Or I should say it has made roads to the possibility that we don't need Matt Ryan. And that's a negative as well, because Hey, in this universe or the stuff on HBO max, is a separate universe. They've already stated that in the CW crossover. Yes, they did. When they showed all the different worlds. That being said, they have already done it. Matt Ryan isn't going to be our Constantine, unfortunately. J.J. Abrams and his studio has already said that they're looking for big names for both Constantine and Zatanna. That's their goal so far. 
Warner Media hasn't announced any details about the project other than it will be exclusively on the streaming service. It's unclear who is working on the project or if those discussions have even started. Abrams will produce the show as a bad robot production. That is all we know so far. But he hasn't announced whether he'll contribute to any writing. As we had mentioned, the Shape of Writer director Guillermo del Toro told Comic Book in 2019 that he co-wrote an entire script for a Justice League Dark movie for Warner Brothers, but nothing ever came of it. We know that this is separate from that. Yes. I don't think we're going to get Matt Ryan as Constantine, especially because of the statements that have been stated. They're looking for big names. Well, that leads me to my one question for you, though, pertaining to this, because I've been reading a lot of articles saying Keanu Reeves Mm. might return. His his Constantine. Yeah, but his management has already responded to those rumors. And said that Keanu Reeves has a full schedule because of Matrix 4 and John Wick 4. Well, that. Uh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's no. why we're getting, new, start, we're getting new faces. When I heard big names, I'm like going, who the heck is he looking for? <laughs> with a series like this, they don't want the baggage that comes with familiar faces. They're trying to start from scratch. And there was an uh, an article that was published via CBR.com that at first the headline made me mad. Because the headline was J.G. Abrams series shouldn't use Matt Ryan. I saw that as one, Constantine. Yeah. And at first I got angry. I was like, you motherfucker, <laughs> of course he should be. <laughs> but I read the article and the guy that wrote this article presents a legitimate argument. It was written by Ian Cordona. Oh my God. It's a, a, a actual article, internet article that makes sense. Mike. There's a first time for everything. Dave. <laughs> he actually, I'm not going to read through this entire article right now on the air, but he uh, just a paraphrase alludes to the fact that he is a fan of Matt Ryan and he has liked everything he's done. Ever since he first appeared in the Arrowverse during season four. And since then, roughly, we've seen six years of Constantine's story. I had forgotten that he's been around that long now. So he's been around. When you include his series, his stint on Arrow, then his introduction into Legends, it's been roughly six years. And in those six years, he says, they have covered a gamut of story for him. In fact, most of Legends right now, currently the season, in fact, the myth arc is based around Matt Ryan's Constantine. The entire season is yeah. about him. So he says, where do you go? When you've had ups, you've had downs. You've fleshed out stories. You've added layers. Yes, there's an argument to be made that there's more stories you can be to- that can be told, but you're dealing with a character on a new show with a story in progress. He says it does. He doesn't think it would be a good call to bring in an aged character in terms of story and where he's at currently, and throw him into a new show. I get his point, and he makes sense. But I would also argue that. Constantine joined Justice League Dark as an aged character in the middle of a story in progress, if you will. Yeah. And if you're a good writer, previous iterations of story shouldn't interfere with what you have planned. If anything, it should add to the dynamics of this character. Look at Constantine and his title that ran for 300 issues. At any point, did the writers say, well, I'm going to start over. Except, of course, until the new 52 happened, which is another another topic for another time. Yes. Was there any point where the writers during that 300 run was like, well, I'm going to start over now because I just ran out of story. 
We've already told this story before, and I don't know where else to go. So I'm playing devil's advocate here. There is an argument to be made that we've seen him for six years, and he's aged. Yeah. Where else do you go with this where character? Where else do you go with that, with that version? With that version. But there's also an argument for the opposite side of that. And say, well, throwing him into a group dynamic like this might change. But then the writer of this article also brings up the group dynamic and says, well, we've seen the group dynamic, essentially Justice League Dark in Legends. In fact, they just recently introduced Enchantress. Yes. So, Dave, I'm a little torn. I'll be honest with you. I was I am sold on Matt Ryan. To me, Matt Ryan is Constantine. I love the guy. Yeah, I think he is a fantastic Constantine and I would love to see him continue. But I can also understand the other sides and I am open minded. It is. It goes in line of the the James Bond argument. You know, everyone says, who's your favorite Bond? Connery. There's Roger Moore. They had to make that jump. It was going to be, and most uh, most of the time, it's always been under a lot of critical skeptic skepticism skepticism skepticism. And I honestly think that Constantine could probably be like that that type of thing, where it's as long as they stay true to the character. You got to remember, my stance is I love Matt Ryan as a fan. I love his rendition of Constantine. Why? Because he plays the part that we all know. We all, he, he, he is John Constantine and he, and he owns it. That's what makes it special. But if another person were to come in and play it and still pay homage to that character, I think it might be okay. If it works for a character like James Bond, why can't it work for John Constantine? I'm not against it at all. I'm not in terms of a new series. Yeah. But my loyalty to Matt Ryan is what That's, prevents me from celebrating same here same because here. I feel like he was given a shit end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. He was given a bad deal. He was given uh, a very his show bad deal. canceled. And then because he believed in the character, he decided to continue on with the CW verse. And yes, he's arguably been made a lead in legends. But at the same time, I feel like him as an actor, he deserves more. So there's that. Yes. But that being said, I do have an open mind to see another actor portray John Constantine. But just know that there's some big shoes to fill. Oh, yeah. That's what I think is like I dread for that one actor. Oh, the Internet is going to be when, ready. When J.J. Abrams says, I have found my John Constantine. Yeah. Oh, everyone's going to be paying attention. And listen, J.J., <laughs> you can't uh, afford to fuck it up. <laughs> I will make John Constantine does, does he, a woman. Does, oh, <laughs> does he really want to be the guy that is hated on three fa- <laughs> within three fandoms? Oh, my God. You have a good point there. I mean... Listen, he started off great with Star Trek. Then slowly it fell apart. <laughs> it fell apart. <laughs> and then the fans turned on him. He started off great in Star Wars. The fans rallied behind him. And then the entire saga fell apart. Does he really want to be a part of this fan- fandom? Does he know how devoted and passionate the justice league dark and john constantine fandom someone might actually try to find him and punch him in a pub yeah so he's got to get this right now on that note dave justice league dark rumored lineup includes the demon i like that etrigan is that how you pronounce that etrigan etrigan okay so the demon Etrigan is among the rumored lineup for the J.J. Abrams HBO Max Justice League Dark series that is coming awesome. to the streaming service earlier. Of course, we saw Warner Brothers announce the three new shows for HBO Max. Well, nothing has been confirmed as of yet for the Justice League Dark, according to YouTuber Grace Randolph. The series features a current lineup. Are you ready? Again, take this as a grain of salt. This is from a YouTuber. 
It will feature Constantine, Zatanna, Deadman, Jason Blood, a.k.a. the Demon Etrigan, and Swamp Thing. That's a pretty strong lineup. I can't argue with it. That's a really strong lineup. I can't be angry about this. Those are major characters. Because my four favorite characters of Justice League Dark is Constantine, yes. Zatanna, Deadman, and Swamp Thing. Those are my favorite characters. I can't complain at all. <laughs> but now there's some fucking expectations. And you better get all of them right. Now, the, the sad thing is that we're not going to be seeing the original Swamp Thing from the DC Universe yes. series either. Which, which is sad. Which kind of, Yeah, which is sad, which doesn't make a lot of sense. To me, it, it feels kind of like a no-brainer. You know, they're moving uh, Doom Patrol over to HBO Max. It's now going to be an HBO Max series. Why would you not just say, hey, Swamp Thing also exists. You already have the character set up. We really didn't delve into much of his story there isn't a lot of baggage. The alleged Matt Ryan baggage. I think it could work. So now it's also said that the series will be. Produced for a really high budget. Around a hundred million dollars. You got J.J. Abrams. It makes sense. Well, you're not going to sign J.J. and his company to a deal without giving him some fucking money to throw around. Yeah. I mean, you, they're just not. JJ is going to be like, what are you going to give me 20 million? Right? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Go to fucking Paramount and get a better deal. <laughs> they're going to give him some cash, especially because you're dealing with HBO Max and they want their first year's lineup to fucking shine. And that's why I have a lot of faith in the series because they want this to be a win. It well, has they, to be a win. They have to have a win. I mean, the thing is. When you take a look at the product as it stands right now, when it comes to movies and television, especially in the television side, mm-hmm. DC has been getting slaughtered. <laughs> yes, they have. They, they've been getting smacked in the face and they're, they haven't had that, you know, okay, fine. We're tired of getting punched in the face. Here comes our series. That's going to punch you in the face <laughs> because like, I don't know if it's because like they're me, Bobby and pretty much when we covered swamp thing and stuff like that, we've discussed about how they're afraid. They're afraid to take chances, right? If you're going to take a series like this, this is a huge chance. So you better put the best you got, the best shot you got into this. You can't pull your punch on this. That's why I'm excited when they when you when you hear things like JJ Abrams, names like that. Yeah. And then you hear budget size, a hundred million dollars. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's a sign. That's a sign that basically they're gonna take this seriously. But unfortunately their track record is not good. Uh, television or the movie side, no. But for the t- from the television side, it's been it's, it's been, been great. Even the CW stuff that I'm not a fan of. There's an argument to be made that it's good. There is a fan base for it, it. There is a fan base for it. There's a demographic that they're targeting, and I'm not that demographic. That's why I don't like it very much. But the, from the television side, I mean, Doom Patrol is Doom Patrol was fucking amazing, and it was critically acclaimed. Yes, Titans is fun as hell. Swamp Thing was fun as hell. The Harley Quinn animation Cartoon. is critically acclaimed. So from the TV side, they're doing really well. So I don't think this is going to be any different. Now, Dave, we know who's rumored to be a part of this series. But now let's talk about the five characters we hope to see, according to CBR.com, and five who should stay away. Let's go through this list and see if we agree or disagree. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Number 10. Okay, this one's just stupid immediately. (laughs) That does not bode well. Should stay away Batman. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a no-brainer. 
hold on. Maybe I don't want to go through this article. Does this writer not know who Justice League Dark well, is? No, here's the thing. Here's the thing about... I Batman get why putting Batman there. Batman isn't a part of the Justice League Dark. He's was in the cartoon movie. However, Mike... For you, a bit because they needed to sell tickets. Yeah, but you got to also think about what mass audiences are going to say. And unfortunately, mass audiences are going to say, hey... We want Batman. Yeah, okay. That's fair. You know, we, me, me, you, and Ryan joke about, you know, like the, the executive that has a Batman hard on that. I just want Batman. Yeah, yeah Batman. Yeah, no. We definitely don't want Batman. I agree. Yeah. And, and the, the writer actually puts this in his article here. He justifies his choice here. And he says, though he isn't a part of the team in the comics, people still associate Batman with the JLD thanks to things like the animated film. That's valid. Animated film and plus the current series of uh, um, the black, uh, the I think it's the black series that basically that or the I forgot what the what the fuck are you babbling about? I forgot about what the the one series, the black label. I think it's black. Uh, label Batman, Batman damned Batman damned. That's yeah, it. But that was a Batman title, though. But it the wasn't... Justice League dark characters were in it. Yeah. OK. I, I won't argue with that. All right. Number nine. They hope. And I agree to see Dead Man. Oh, absolutely. He's my number one, actually. Dead Man <laughs> is so underrated. Such a good character. Such a fantastic character and so underrated. Just like what you said, underrated, because like there's so much you can do with that character. Yeah, it's endless. Number eight should stay away. Wonder Woman. That one's an interesting argument. I'll tell you why I agree. Briefly, there's no need to muddy the waters right now. We don't need her. Maybe eventually, maybe even a mention, perhaps, that she exists in their world, but we just don't need her. She's too top tier. And if Justice League Dark is to blaze its own path, it needs to veer away from the Trinity. And that is why I agree with you 100%. 100%. That was, that's my argument is you need to veer away from the Trinity. Yeah, it's like Suicide Squad trying to include the Joker. The Joker and the Batman. It's why it's it. why it failed. You marketed the Suicide Squad as a Joker-Batman movie, and mm -hmm. it's not what Suicide Squad is. And it, it's it's what they shouldn't be. It's not, it's not... Those two characters do not make the Suicide Squad, much as... Yes, I agree with people. I mean, we just mentioned it at the very beginning of the, toward the beginning of the show about how Wonder Woman's story arc in Justice League Dark in the comics is one of the most well-regarded story arcs for Justice League Dark. And I agree. The problem is, though, just like what your argument or the argument that you put out there was, you can't muddy the waters at this point. Yeah. Because if we Wonder Woman shows up, then that just opens the door. Yeah. Or where's Batman? Build your house first, then invite your friends. Yes, that's a great. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Number seven, hope to see Zatanna. I agree. Yeah. And we really have a Justice League Dark without Zatanna. I don't think we can, Dave. No, we can't. She's one of the founding members. Yeah. Absolutely. And she's very important to Constantine as well, which it's amazing that they haven't even brought her in into any series yet when you think about it, because she's not just a Justice League Dark character. She's been a part of Justice League yeah. before various times. And she's very important to my imagination. Oh, she is fucking hot. <laughs> I, I was care. waiting. She's a cartoon <laughs> and uh, a drawing. Yeah, yeah. She I mean, needs to be cast by a super hottie. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I I kid you not. I once they announced the cast, She's the stuff of dreams, David. I want to hear stuff of dreams. I tell I you, I want to hear you, me, and Steve talking about her uh, about their casting choice for Zatanna. Yeah, because that is important. <laughs> 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 Number six is should stay away, Man Bat. All right. <sighs> so I am reading the current Justice League Dark series. Never been a big fan of Man Bat, but the way they're utilizing him in the current Justice League Dark run. Yeah. It works for me. 
it like it. So I'm I'm not quite sure why he would say should stay away. The only thing I could think of is because I'm sorry, he's connected to Batman. He is. And it goes into the line yeah. of okay. you're gonna open that door like Wonder Woman. You're gonna open the door with Man Bat. Because everyone's gonna be yeah. constantly saying Where's Batman? That's true, because if you introduce this character, then you have to mention Batman right exactly. away and because then, he's directly connected to his origins. So, yeah. And I agree with, uh, I know that there's fans out there that say, well, Zatanna is connected to Batman, but I'm like going, Zatanna was one of the founding members of Justice League Dark. That is overrides any connection because we connect her to this team already. As a fan base, we connect, we connect Zatanna to that team. All right, so number five, and this is a given. Hope to see Constantine. I think there'd be a riot <laughs> if he's not. Can you imagine if there's no Constantine in the series, Dave? <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> if they made that decision, that's not. They're not even trying. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it goes back to the warning that you gave. Does JJ want a fan base to turn on him for a third time? And I honestly think if you were to just change, say, eh, no John Constantine. Yeah, who is this John Constantine anyways? <laughs> He's not important. <laughs> He's not. I can see an absolute riot yeah. of Justice League fit dark fans just going, what the hell are you thinking? Now, number four, I'm not too sure about if I agree. Should stay away. Shade, the changing man. Oh, that's... Th- what is the, I really like him. I like him too. He's not on my top choices, but I do like him. But he's the type of character he that is, fits. But he's very OP, dude. Like it might run oh, if you he don't you think he's a little overpowered sometimes? But that's the charm of Justice League Dark is like the characters are so overpowered, but then again, they're not. But but a shade OP. I mean, in the comics I've read with him, <laughs> that dude can pretty much do whatever. He's kind of a victim to his own issues. So, I mean, I guess they can use that to kind of kryptonite him a bit. That's what they do. Yeah, he's a broken character. Yeah, already. I mean, he is interesting. I really dig him. Now, here's the thing: whoever, if they were to actually bring in a character like Shade, the tough part for me and that character is you would have to get a absolute all-star actor to play shade brad pitt <laughs> i can see i can see brad pitt playing shade can't you you don't think come I'm on i'm trying to think i can't <laughs> i can't but like that's the thing who would you like david god it i'm trying to actually think of who, what actor could I possibly see playing Shade? We'll just move I can't, on. I can't, I can't, no, <laughs> it's tough. That's the, that's the problem thing with Shade is kind of like, I understand the argument why you can't put him because number one, just like what you said, he's OP. His character, he, his character is so dynamic. You'd have to get an actor who can absolutely has amazing range, just amazing range. Now the writer of this article mentions that he feels like he would be better suited on a show like Doom Patrol. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can't disagree with that either. This guy seems to know his shit. I usually hate articles being written by CBR, but this one actually seems to be okay. Number three, hope to see, and I agree with this one, Detective Chimp. <laughs> yes. Yes. He, that, that, Which for many me. years, I avoided anything pertaining to Detective Chimp. Because it's but Detective Chimp. I will be honest, during this recent run of Justice League Dark, he has finally won me over. Well, dude, I've always stated that Detective Chimp is one of the most underrated characters in the DC universe. And I say this in all seriousness. Yeah. When you take a look at the stories that he is, you have to look be- beyond the fact that he's a chimp. Look at the stories that he's been involved with. He is a better detective than Batman. There are cases that Batman calls Detective Chimp. Batman, you say? <laughs> and, and that's why, you know, my brother, 
he always made, me and him always make a joke about how I actually have a figurine of Detective Chimp. Mm-hmm. And my brother is baffled by this by telling him he's a better detective than Batman. Oh, come on. He is. He's considered, actually, if you look at DC lore, smarter than the greatest detective in DC. Hmm. And the only reason why people don't uh, don't take him seriously is because he's a chimp. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> the reason why for very long I couldn't get behind the character. But as I said, because he was a part of Justice League Dark. Yep. I was forced to read about him and I'm glad I was. He won me over. So, yes, I think he'd be an interesting character, especially because he's so fucking broken. Yes. So he works. Number two should stay away. Frankenstein. The member of shade himself. Um, I'm a little torn by this because number one, he wasn't always a part of justice league dark. He was kind of like hit or miss. He was like, Hey guys, I'm here to help you out. Yeah. All right. I'm off to do my own thing. Yeah. He was um, basically kind of like a side character. I do like him. I actually read the new 52 um, agent of shade storyline. I kind of dig it. It's a little silly at times. But I'm okay with it. Man, this is a hard one, Dave. Frankenstein, for me, is someone that I can understand cutting out. Uh, he could be better. He's better suited for Doom Patrol as well. Exactly. I could see him being on Doom if Patrol. If you're going to make the argument to me that Shade should not be in here, that he belongs in Doom Patrol, Frankenstein belongs in Doom Patrol. Yeah, and also introduces a whole other level of DC if you were to introduce him correctly without changing his origins too much, you have to introduce shade. Uh-huh. And do we want the idea and the concept of justice league dark and the world of magic intertwined with trying to explain what shade is. And the, and honestly, the, the <laughs> it's, really, it's too much, right? It's too much. Yeah. You're, you're delving into another part of the DC world that is totally it's his own thing. It's own thing. It's with Doom Patrol. It could be another series, honestly. In yeah. fact, it probably should be. And this is why this is why I understand that there's fans of these characters that say, no, I want to see these characters brought to life. Yeah, I do. But you have to put them into context, too, because that's why the biggest, you know, controversy in DC that I understand, and I always tell people that there's a reason why certain characters don't interact with each other. You don't see Superman with Swamp Thing. You don't see Superman with John Constantine because they come from two different worlds in the DC universe that are, uh, I think the term is diametrically, diametrically opposed to each other. And when you do that, it's really hard to come up with a really sound story to make it work. I mean, like... uh, I remember a long time ago, they were thinking of throwing a character like Batman into, Batman. into Doom Patrol. Ugh. Could you imagine? Now, now, here's the thing. I don't mind if they mention him, which they have. Is, is Batman a broken character? Yeah. Yeah, he, he is. He's a very traumatic character. But not on the lines of Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that he can fit into that type of, I want to say trauma type storytelling i don't mind them eventually introducing some characters like that but the first season we need to focus we need to focus yeah we need to focus now you're ready for number one okay and i agree with this hope to see swamp thing absolutely that's a no-brainer that's right a no-brainer Swamp Thing needs to be in Justice League Dark. Dude, it's going to be a dream come true to see Constantine and Swamp Thing Together. and Zatanna on the same fucking screen. I think the only thing... It's something I, don't, I didn't think we would ever fucking get, Dave. I think the only character out of that entire list that's missing, in my opinion, because I was like thinking about like characters that needed to be there. Mm-hmm. If you're going to throw in Swamp Thing, you need to throw in Animal Man. Because if you're going to deal with Swamp Thing, that means you're dealing with the green. Mm-hmm. And in order to really, really get that story across of Swamp Thing, you need to bring in his polar opposite, which is the red. And that's Animal Man. That's, you know, that's that character. And I'm surprised not a lot, a lot of people bring up this character because he's just as important to Swamp Thing as John Constantine. Because yeah. wherever, you know, 
the guardian of the green goes, he has to deal with the guardian of the red. Okay, so these are characters that I'm surprised that I didn't mention. Madam Xanadu. How the hell? Oh my god, yeah, dude. That was a character that I thought of at the very beginning. The fact that she's not even rumored to be a part of the project yet is a little baffling, right? Because, yes, you can easily do a story without her, but isn't she kind of the catalyst? She's the catalyst of the whole Justice League Dark. Yeah, at least the first round, right? Volume one, definitely. I would say volume one through four. I mean, I would say that she's, the new 52 run, right? she's one of the founders of the team. Oh, she, she is the founder. She's the one that brings everyone together. She's yeah. the one that brings everyone together. Now I can see, you know, people saying, well, Zatanna can fill that role. Yeah, she could, though. So I can understand not putting that character up on the list. If you can have a character like Zatanna just fill that role in. Okay. okay. So another character I'm surprised they didn't mention. Black Orchid. Kind of surprised about that. She was a part of their group for a while. She is mostly a member of Argus, but she was in, I don't know, what, 30 issues in a row in Justice League Dark at one one point, I think? I believe In the early run? Yeah, I think you're right. I think at least 20. Timothy Hunter. Here's the thing, though. Do you make him a part of Justice League Dark? (laughs) No, you don't. And why? Because Tim's story is so much bigger than Justice League Dark. What if that's how they wrap? What if that's how they tell the Justice League Dark? Jesus, what if that's how they tell the Justice League Dark story? The problem with that, to me, is then it doesn't feel right for Tim to learn from Justice League Dark instead of the Trenchcoat Brigade. Mm-hmm. Because each part of that trench brigade actually embodies a piece of magic from the DC universe. Constantine's the present. Um, Phantom Stranger's the past. I believe Miss uh who who was the I forgot who delved with the black magic, and then the other one was ancient magic. Was it Dr. Mist or Faust? Are you talking about? Doctor Doctor Oh, Doctor Fate. Dr. Fate, yeah. <laughs> and like Tim's story is something that I feel Books of Magic should be turned into a, a movie on yeah. its own. Dave, I don't I don't disagree. On its own. I'm just bringing up some news here. I, I don't disagree. I feel like Timothy Hunt and his story, or Timothy Hunter, is too big, too big. to be shoehorned into a Justice League story. A Justice League dark story, it feels like it needs to be its own thing. However, I would love to see the dynamic of Constantine on live action actually saying he's going to kill a child. (laughs) I know. And we never know. Maybe during second season of Justice League Dark, once all the pieces are moved into the right position, you can then say, hey, how about we use the Timothy Hunter storyline? I mean, Zatanna was just as pivotal in that storyline. That is true. I mean, that's true. It could be an interesting way to bring up a spinoff, potential spinoff series with the Trench Code Brigade. Now, this brings me to the next one. Which one? The Phantom was- Stranger. Uh, yep, me and you are on the same page on that one. <laughs> now, I'm so torn because the 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 selfish, greedy Justice League Dark fan wants Phantom Stranger. Yes, but the rational fan. Okay. Tell me why you, how you rationalize this. I don't think he should be in it. Why? He's way too big. <laughs> Dude, his story is so fucking epic. I don't want to see him marginalized into a team without learning about him first. <sighs> and you could say the same thing about all of our other Justice League Dark characters, but yeah, their yeah. stories are smaller. But here's the th- here's the charm of Phantom Stranger, though. You don't have to know his backstory. That's the whole point, the mystery behind him. Okay. I mean, if you think about it, we never really got the origin of Phantom Stranger till like decades later in in the Trinity War, which was in the uh, right in, was in uh, more or less in recent times. But they always alluded to this character or this person that was just mysterious. Well, and just giant, big. I mean, 
Look at the the original Books of Magic storyline, the four part series, and the part he played. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here's the thing. I'm gonna leave a little question mark at the end of that name just because. I'm just not sure. I'd have to think about him. Now, more. there's a character. There's a character that you haven't mentioned that I'm surprised at. Who? The Spectre. Spectre uh, has to be in Justice League Dark. No, dude. dude he's too big, too. <laughs> but he's but wasn't so he perfect. at one point an angel? Yeah. Uh, yeah dude, you the, can't do that. He's, he's too angel, fucking big. He's God's wrath. <laughs> yeah, dude. We can't do that. He's too big. He needs his own fucking series but he's he's the type of character that belongs in justice league dark i don't the character I'm not that's saying we can't have allusions to these characters or include them through an introduction maybe in an episode but to throw the phantom stranger and, and the specter the specter and swamp thing See, and zatanna you and were, constantine what's exactly. gonna happen is we're gonna end up we're gonna end up having this wagon that's completely packed <laughs> and as we're going down the trail things are going to fall out the back and that's that's why going back to like saying the shade is op no 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 op to me is those two characters no i but agree with that I, I i still would want to see those two characters because of how important they are to the to the landscape of dc's magic side because if you think about it specter and and the phantom stranger their domain is magic. Phantom Stranger, whenever magic is in play, he is there to watch and view. That's yeah. that's his that's his punishment. I I think Dave through four or five chosen characters, we can introduce these larger characters into yeah. the world. I think I think that makes much more sense. Yeah. Especially like I can picture I can picture John Constantine summoning the specter to kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ultimate spirit of vengeance. Ah, rip his head off. All right, Dave. So this does conclude our discussion for today's House of Mystery. I hope everyone enjoyed the discussion. If you have any further thoughts on the Justice League Dark series coming to HBO Max you want to give us your two cents please find us on facebook facebook.com slash the house of mystery 666 and twitter at hellblazer dude thank you david thank you and good night my name is john constantine i'm the one who steps from the shadows all trench coat and arrogance i'll drive your demons away kick them in the bollocks and spit on them when they're down leaving only a nod and a wink and a wisecrack I walk my path alone because let's be honest who'd be crazy enough to walk it with me <laughs> <laughs>